Wild Women, welcome back to the Fem Podcast. We are so excited to have you here today as we dive in with Victoria Washington, one of our other fabulous women of Outspoken, who's coming to take the stage to deliver for you. What I can tell you is the more and more I speak with these women, connect with these women, tune into the energetics of these women, the more obsessed I become with their medicine, the more I fall in love with outspoken, with the vision of outspoken. I, it's almost hard to describe with words sometimes because it's a feeling that moves through me. It's a frequency, a vibration, a knowing of what you are going to get from each and every one of these women inside this space, bringing 12 women together with their most potent teachings, 12 pieces of the puzzle, 12 of the how, you know, each woman's how to, there is nothing like this out there. You have never experienced something like this and knowing that you're going to get it here. You're going to get it inside outspoken that each and every one of these women is committed to fully bringing it for you, for the collective rising. It's a movement that will change the landscape of the coaching industry. I have no doubt about it. So with that said, I cannot wait to introduce you to today's speaker, Victoria Washington. She is a powerhouse. She is a seven-figure mentor and creative director. She is the CEO of the House of We. How do you describe a woman like Victoria Washington? She is part money medicine woman. She is part business wizard. She's a straight talking spiritual best friend to the women who follow in her wake. Victoria is at the helm of a financial revolution. After filing for bankruptcy in 2018, she started her coaching business from scratch. Victoria's teachings weave together somatic movement, business strategy, and channeled spiritual wisdom to support women and in particularly women of color to step into new levels of financial empowerment. Victoria's communities are alive with women celebrating their financial milestones. Get ready to dive in. Victoria, we are so excited to have you here today to dive into this conversation for the women in our world who, some of the women in our world, I'm sure they know you, some of the women in our world are just going to get to know you through Outspoken, and we can't wait to share more of your medicine. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. I know for myself, when I first came across you and your work, it was your story. I think I saw a reel or a post or something, but it was a very quick summary of the highlights, the lowlights, the shifts, the big choices. And it Mm -hmm. was delivered so potently. And I just remember seeing it thinking, yeah, wow, this woman went for it and she continues to go for it and she's doing it and she's making it and it's, it's here and it's happening. And I just, I want to know, you know, (laughs) I've been so excited for this podcast, because I'm, I'm like, I want to know your story. You know, I want to know about what some of those moments felt like. Yeah. Before and before you even get a chance to respond, Victoria, I'm just going to cut in here because I also love the Rob's like, oh, I want to know her story. That's like, that was the immediate thing Rob felt and wanted from you as she's like, you know, she's a brand creator. She's a storyteller. And I immediately was drawn to you, like, just like your energy. I was like, 
boom, like who is this woman? Like, just like get me in her vortex, like get me closer to her. So I love the combo here. Like, we're like, we want to know your story. Your energy is like so fiery. So like, bring it all for us here. Oh my goodness. Okay. Let me just take a moment to receive all that. I just Let me let that land in my body. I feel so blessed to be seen by each of you. I feel so grateful that there's two powerful women who see me that way. And I see the same power in you and I'm, it just means a lot to me. So thank you for, for spending that time to pour into me, into this space. I love Rob, that you framed the question around, tell me about your story and your choices, because I believe when somebody is asking you how, what they're really asking you is how did you make that choice? Show me what it was like at the middle of the mountain. I don't know if I'm going to take the climb yet. I, I don't know if that's my path yet, but show me what choices you had to make. And can I see the heartbeat and the pulse of your being as you made it? Because that is what as human beings we really relate to and that we want to connect with. So I love that you extracted that. And for me, all I really remember from the journey were the choice points. And the biggest choice point was moving to California and really going all in in my business, which I thought meant going all in on my success. But it was really going all in through a ride that had so many twists and turns and so many different lanes for me to train and navigate. And one of those was bankruptcy. One of those was creating a financial masterpiece from that moment. And I look back now and recognize how necessary it was for me to make that choice and how some of our choices feel celebratory and really big and wise and medicinal. And then other choices feel gritty and stark and unclear and making the choice to file bankruptcy was one of those. But I decided as I did that, that the bankruptcy wasn't winning. Abundance was winning and abundance already won. And it really was a clearing and an excavation that I willingly chose. And in it, it gave me the permission to rewrite my financial history and my financial future. And within a year, we hit six figures, six months later, multiple six figures. And then within two years, seven figures, and it just continues to grow. And now that part of the story feels so unfamiliar in some ways, and I can also taste it in the back of my throat. I'm sure you can relate. There's these different aspects of your identity where, you know, you don't reference them as much anymore. You don't, you don't look at them or tell that story as much anymore. There's so many new things that have happened between now and then in the last few years, but it's one of the most memorable choices I've ever made. And it was really a testament to the faith that I held in my expanded self and also God's faithfulness in me and what I was here to create. So I'm so happy to be here now as a creative director, a business mentor, and I support other entrepreneurs in, in their own choices and their own mountains that they're going to climb. Mm. One of the things that I love that you said there is that abundance had already won. And this is such a big piece. And when you talk about your faith, your belief in yourself, like the path that you were on and where God was leading you is that abundance had already won before the abundance was in your human existence before you could say like, oh yeah, like I see the abundance. So I know abundance exists for me. Cause I think it's really easy to see like abundance exists in this world, but does that exist for me? And you mm-hmm. had chosen that abundance one, that abundance one for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I recognized as I was going through that, that abundance is our birthright. But one thing that 
I don't even talk about at the time is that certain people are trained to see it and that's on purpose. And I, as I filed bankruptcy, I recognized the pattern that lived in my bloodline around money and the, the way that I was subconsciously trained to look at money and look at accessibility and what was available to me. So when we make those choices, like you said, Jack, it's, it's really making a choice for yourself and for whoever is looking at you as an example or a reference point for what's available to them. So when I made that choice and every time I continue to grow in my business, it really feels like a win for all of us of, of a reminder of the glory that wants to be lived through us truly. And I remember as I was building from that point, it was less focused on the creation of like the next thing. And it was more centered on receivership of that masterpiece being lived through me and written through me. And that statement still lives with me today that it did already win before I ever knew that it could be taken or that it could be anything less. And it's driven every choice I've made since then. Can we dive deeper into what you just said there, the receivership? I mean, and what I hear there, it was less, less about you going out and like foreseeing, like making it happen and you receiving. Can you talk to us more about that? Yeah, this is natural, but I think the conversation when it comes to money is specifically is always around creating more of it. I mean, who doesn't want more of it? It's, and we put it on a pedestal cash, particularly that the more cash you have, the more power you have. And that's a subconscious circuit that lives within humanity. I don't think that anybody can escape it. It's going to continue to be projected into the space that we're in. But I recognize there was a turning point on the journey where it was less about me creating and it was more about me receiving right now. And if what was happening right now didn't feel like enough or I was unable to receive it, then more would always be on a pedestal and more would always have me create to get out versus create to be in union with God and to be in receivership with God and to allow something to be lived through me versus me create something to live for. And that was a huge shift in the way that I walk, the way that I talk, the way that I hold myself and the way that I embody my mission, because it showed me the victorious void that I believe every artist dwells in. And there's a genius channel in there that is less focused on the future and so enamored with right now. And there's peace there. There's vitality there. There's faith there. There's energy that is otherworldly. And in times when it's so dark, creating sometimes feels overwhelming. So it's like, how can I receive right now? Whatever is here right now, let me fully receive it before letting my mind worry about how I'm going to create more or create this again. And you'll see it come up when you have a huge month. How the heck am I going to do that again? And when I hear a client say that, I say, well, have you received it right now? Because if you're asking that question, it means that you haven't fully received it in this moment. And as you receive it in this moment, you become the how and the making for the continuum. So your, your receivership is the continuum versus a stop and go of, okay, I'm creating now. Okay. I'm out of creation. And that I believe is really supporting entrepreneurs. If they can take that on and embody it, the sustainability of your company will start to truly take flight. And that's when we can have more fun and, and ride versus be so focused on being seen and being noticed and making sure we're keeping up with everything that is happening on social media. 
Mm -hmm. And that more, right? Reaching Mm -hmm. for that more and creating for that more. I think this is something that a lot of female entrepreneurs struggle with, right? Is allowing their work to be fun. Remembering that they, that they came into this realm of creativity and creation and leadership and expression for reasons other than the power of cash in the moment, right? But because they had a message or because they were moved to say something or get on stage or, or be the vessel for someone else to live through. And I think that hearing you say that and speak about it in terms of receivership now I mean, what happens for me when I hear you say that is, is that the, the top of the mountain melts away, right? The more melts away. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's just such a beautiful remembering for everyone listening to this podcast and absolutely for everyone who's going to get to listen to you and learn from you inside outspoken, because you also embody that so well, you embody it so beautifully in your own art and your own creation on, I mean, I only know you as so far as social media. And I was, I got to participate in a little bit of your Godspeed masterclass, which was just beautiful. I wanted to get to know your voice and your teachings. And um, it was so beautiful to see when I said this to Jack, actually, that you could tell that your energy was just all there, you know, that it was all there, all in your teachings. It felt like you were creating for those people. And now that I hear you, of course, talk about receivership, it's really beautiful to to have already witnessed you in your work, really embodying that. I love that. I think it adds a layer of reciprocity in our work. And right now, I think a lot of women in the online world are so, so focused on serving. And eventually that can feel like a lack of reciprocity And if you look at your numbers in your company, if you have, you're serving, you're serving, you're serving, but what's the exchange and what's the actual reciprocity of you receiving and also being on the other end of that. So I think this takes on so many different layers, depending on where you are in the journey. And it can really teach you how to give yourself in a way that doesn't take from you, how to give more of you without it taking you. And I know that every entrepreneur is going to hit that edge of, okay, I desire to expand and hold more. And I think with that, the shift is letting your biggest vision hold you. And in that you get created through and you truly get lived through in a, this whole new way. I love that. Okay. I feel like our conversation is going to be eight hours if I still don't start <laughs> asking you. Wait, we haven't done the questions yet. <laughs> I know. Okay. Question number one. This is so funny. We don't normally do this on our podcast. Every time we do this, Jack, I'm like, and here like, comes the interview voice comes out. And here comes Rob's interview voice. That's right. Okay. <laughs> tell us, Victoria, about your purpose in this lifetime and how you're fulfilling it. This is a super cash question to begin. Yeah. yeah, right. My purpose is very simply to create hope and rock and roll <laughs> in the same breath. And I realized that Everything that I say and everything that I do, if I could bring more hope to the conversation and bring more of a creative channel, more of a genius freak energy to it, that's that's just what I'm here to add and what I'm here to do. And I think that my work, my coaching, the way that I, I speak to my clients, the way that I evoke from them, the way that I teach in my courses and my programs, the art that I that I'm building behind the scenes and in front of people, there's always something happening in 
my world and I don't get overwhelmed by it. I get really activated by it. So when a woman comes into my world, she learns automatically how to ride with life in this bigger way, with this steadiness, this hope, the speed, the faithfulness. And with that, the whole nervous system can land and we can just have more fun and we can try more things on and then really articulate and accentuate our soul's truth, like what we really want to be known and recognized for. Love it. Hope and rock and roll in the same breath, baby. Okay. What was the moment you knew you were meant for more than what you currently had? Ooh, I was doing some work with my sex and relationship coach. And I had this flashback in the womb of when I decided my little baby, baby, baby self decided when I get out there, I'm going to rock this shit. I'm going to change everything. And then I got out and I was so, I could feel it in our session. It was a somatic release. I could feel like the, Oh, I can't do anything. I'm, I don't have even hands that can move yet. Like, and I, I had that memory. I really did. And so I truly, this sounds cheesy, but I believe that I knew it way before I entered my mother's womb. And I was just talking with a friend last night about Kanye West's documentary. I don't know if you saw Genius. God bless him. He's obviously going through stuff and I don't agree with what he's saying, but his documentary really showed me his mother, Donda, believed he was a star, believed in him so deeply. And the things that she spoke into the, into him was so powerful. You could tell it was its own channel in itself. And it reminded me that if you know, if you are, if you're hearing that growing up and you are hearing those words, which I did gratefully, my mother and my father, both, while they didn't get along, both poured into me that, you know, I could do anything. I was a star that there was so much for me to to take hold of. I think it really does give birth to your own faithfulness in yourself. And so I was lucky enough to have that growing up in, in many different ways. And I think that I chose it beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. So beautiful. So powerful. Yeah. Little baby Tori. (laughs) What's the biggest up level you've ever experienced and the most noticeable shift that got you there? Mm. One of the biggest up levels has been having my inner expression of wealth match my outer and Mm. taking time to understand what it means to enjoy my own company and enjoy who I am as a woman has made me a better leader, a better coach, a better partner in so many different ways. And this was a part of the journey that kind of, that was unexpected for me because for me, at least there was an assumption that as you make more money, as you do more expansive things, you know, your life just keeps up with it. But for a lot of entrepreneurs, I see them living a double life. And I used to feel like that too, where, you know, I showed up online with this big energy and I'm doing these amazing things, but my life didn't feel like it could hold it. So I felt like this icon almost trapped in this small outfit. And so one of the biggest up levels has been exploring my outer expression of wealth through my clothes, my words, my lexicon, my visual code, my hands, my everything, just looking at everything physically, not as I have to upgrade this to be seen for something, but as the physical realm being just as much fun to play in and upgrade as the energetic realm. And that's happened a lot in the last 12 months. I think that it has made 
my work more fun to play in and has made my brand feel more like me. So my life is now leading my brand versus it being the other way around where my brand is leading my life. And they're like, well, we're not matching. So <laughs> this is not working. <laughs> and so now, now that my life is leading it, it just makes everything so much more fluid, more fluid, yeah. more fun. Like you can really feel you fully in your brand. Yep. Exactly. Feel that spark. You can feel that aliveness. You can feel that Scorpio energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that there's things that we're inevitably going to try to hide or, or perform or, you know, soften just a little bit. And as I've created more wealth, there's this interesting turning point of, I don't need more money. Like my primal need for money does not turn on as much anymore. So now I'm in this pursuit of something so much bigger and it allows me to focus on those other things. Like you just said, Jack, of letting the brand really be alive, letting the whole thing be taken to a, to a different level. And that was a scary transition because I asked myself, I remember being on a coaching call and being and asking who am I when I don't need money or when I don't need this, what am I creating for? What is my, why, what is my, what do my feet feel like? It was just this whole other reality that I wasn't expecting to have so much resistance entering. I have been there in that exact situation or not a situation, well, situation, conversation, whatever you want to call it, but it was both. I would always constantly look up in my reality and say like, I have all the things that I need, you know, I have more than I need. So how do I shift into this realm of pure desire and embodiment? Yeah. And as a brand creator and coach, it's, interesting as a creator to see that line and that gap close between Mm -hmm. people creating a brand and creating their life right and bringing the two of them together and and really truly until you live it and do it the the base between who you are and the work you do is you can see it, right? It's like you enter work mode versus you live your work. So I, I totally understand. Um, and, and I think that this is one of the biggest up levels that female entrepreneurs get to experience, you know, yeah. because all of a sudden it's like your life is representative of your vision. You no longer have to make it be that way. You no longer have mm-hmm. to go on vacation or go to the places you're, you're living it in your everyday, you look up and see it, you feel it, you smell it, you touch it, you taste it. Oh my goodness. Yes. I hope whoever's listening really can feel that because it's such a huge part of such, such a huge part of the journey. And it brings forth so much fruitfulness. And I love that we're speaking more about branding because if I look at our industry, I really see that being a direction that a lot of women take and a lot of entrepreneurs start to focus on. Cause I think in the past we've been taught keep your life and your business a little separate. Don't let them bleed together as much or don't focus on your brand right now. Don't worry about that right now. But I do think that there is a whole nother conversation around scaling your brand. And I think what you're talking about is a big part of that. So, so juicy. Yeah. So, so juicy. Okay. Last question. Um, What's your quantum vision? That just hit me in the throat. Hold on. Let me find her. (laughs) What's my quantum vision? I love this. I wouldn't say it's a quantum vision, but what I'm feeling right now is a space where God is the quantum realm. And there's this risk of merging with that energy and not actually knowing what the full vision is, yet deciding to be the artist of it anyways, and allowing so many different 
paintbrushes and gifts to come online that I might not even know I possess or that I have access to in this moment, but being really available to that articulation and, and to really telling a story that's bigger than me. And on a more human level, it feels like my commitment to liberate as many humans as possible in this one life, simply by partnering up and playing together and unlocking each other in different ways. Mm. I love that. One of the things you talked about in Godspeed and one of the, um, I was walking in the woods behind my house, listening to you. And you talked about how the more conversation we have with people, the more we converse with people, the more we collaborate, the more we expand each other's field Mm -hmm. and that conversation and, and what you're saying, like, I'm here to liberate you, you know, and, and us and, and the world and, I think it just paints such a beautiful picture and, and how perfect for outspoken, you know, we're bringing these 12 women together to expand the literal fields of every single woman who participates and who comes to the event, who receives your coaching and your wisdom and your magic. And, and then also the 11 other women who are also going to coach and lead. And yeah, it's amazing because you're, you're living that vision. You know, you're doing it. And that's what it felt like when you asked. I was like, I feel like I'm here right now. And when I look at the lineup for Outspoken, it shows me what I always say in our company is women will change the face of wealth as the world knows it. Mm -hmm. And I really feel that we're doing that one step at a time, one hand at a time. Every time each of us is brave enough to launch something like this or have a conversation like this one, we're just expanding the reference point even more of what's possible and what's available to every human out there. And I'm really proud to be doing it with you and being in this vision with y'all. Oh my gosh. We're so honored to have you part of this. And as soon as you said there, that partnership, that's the energy that I've been feeling. That's the energy that came in with the vision of outspoken is yes, we're all here and we're like growing in this industry and leading side by side, but it was really like more like, what if we don't just do it side by side? What if we're really like in it together? What if we are moving together, leaders, leading leaders together? And I feel like there's this big energy collectively right now that is truly calling for this. So the vision of outspoken even isn't that, you know, someone comes in and and dives into like this person's training and this person's training and this, you know, obviously that's what's going to happen. They're going to get to dive into each of these 12 trainings, but it's the power of the trainings together. It's the power of seeing Mm -hmm. these women create together, sharing in this, this shared vision, having, you know, you on the podcast featuring, you know, featuring all these women. There's, there's something that feels massive about this collective. It does. And it feels like one of those things we'll look back on. It's not going to be an immediate explosion. It's going to be a ripple that starts to pulse out over time. And I love that this is creating the example of collaboration with some of the most powerful women in space. And each of us has such a different voice and we're meant to speak to different people in different octaves. And it's very rare that you see all those octaves in the same room. So I'm excited to witness what song we sing as a collective, because I think that people who are watching from the outside are used to experiencing each of us in our own little corners. And it's just going to break open the perception of loneliness that can sometimes plague the entrepreneur of if I'm that powerful, I'm doing it by myself in competition. This just breaks that. It breaks that chain and opens up another opportunity for us. 
And really breaks it, you know, I think it breaks it down for the people who are watching, for the people who are coming to join, who are getting their tickets, who are participating. But for us, for, for us who are leading inside, for us, the speakers, like Rob and I lead together, obviously all the time, but like, I've never led in a space with 12 powerful women in this way. And so I can already feel the magic in that. I can already feel the, the recoding that it's happening. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Well, yeah. Thank you so much, Victoria, for chatting with us. Can't wait to connect with you more inside Outspoken and to, yeah, sit through your conversation and your teaching and coaching session there and to, for every woman who, who's part of it to get to learn from you and experience you. And yeah, I'm just so excited. Thank you. I'm very excited to be there and I look forward to all the expansion that we're going to bring. Wild women, there is absolutely not a single doubt in our minds that these 12 weeks inside Outspoken with these women, with the woman you just heard, with the, with the quality of her teachings, with the experiences of her journey and her life, with her beliefs, with her how and strategy and brilliance and energy that this is not going to take you to a next level, that this is not going to stir something inside of you that says that gets to me, be me, that gets to be me. That is me. If I take this step, if I move towards this, if I trust myself, like she did, if I leap, if I go all in on me, then I I'm one step behind. I am right there. I am following in this woman's footsteps, wearing different shoes. This is what we want for you. This is what we're providing for you inside Outspoken. All of these truths, teachings, transmissions, trainings, the how, the strategy, the energetic alignment, the calibration portal to move towards the place that you're desiring. We cannot wait to spend 12 whole weeks with you inside this container. We cannot wait for all of the magic that conspires, that transpires, that manifests, that becomes reality in these 12 weeks together. We begin May 1st. We are already (laughs) obviously thrilled and excited and counting down the days. We cannot wait to see you there. We cannot wait to be in the presence of outspoken with you for 2022. So here we go. The link is in our show notes. We'll see you there.